Welcome to the friendliest campus in the South. Shotgun, Blanchard, one back set, rolls right, pressure coming, throws, Middleton, go, go, To the gym of the hills. He lifts it to left, that one's pretty well hit, Hall on the run, that ball is gone! Home of the Jacksonville State Gamecocks. This is your podcast for JSU Sports. High fly ball, center field. It is back. It's out of here. With your hosts, Brandon Owens and Cody Hooks, this is Cocky Nation. What is going on, FCS Fan Nations, Cocky Nation, all of our favorite people. It's your favorite hosts, Cody and Brandon, with another episode of Cocky Nation Podcast. Uh, guys, we have a ton of things to talk about today. Um, Brandon, where do you want to start? Well, let's start with we finally got a, a win in football. <laughs> I, I It took several weeks, but it finally happened. Uh, as you may have already seen, if you didn't hear about it, uh, our week 10 review is on Abilene Christian University, where the Gamecocks showed up at home during a Southerners reunion, uh, where we ended up winning 40 to 25. Uh, Brandon, um, this thing just said live like 10 seconds ago. I'm just going to go ahead and tell you that. Oh, we've been recording. Oh, okay, Good. Let's uh, let's make sure that it, that it actually is working. Um, so yes, um, we won. Uh, it was a really good game. Um, There's a lot of good things that showed up in that game. Um, some news that came after that, but we won't get into that just yet. Um, Brandon, what were your thoughts on the game? Um, I was kind of surprised. Um, I actually heard of said news that we will get into in a little bit. Um, about 20 minutes before kickoff mm-hmm. and I was like, what? And so I don't know if, like I said, we'll get into it later. The boys came to play. Mm-hmm. The boys came to play and I talked to everybody at the game and all of us agreed. If we played like that, all season, we would be going to the playoffs right now. Right. And some of our blowout losses like Kennesaw State, UAB, and Sam Houston, can't forget the defending national champions, wow, and future conference member, by the way, uh, can't really forget about them. Mm-hmm. Um, but those blowout losses would have probably been a lot closer. We would We would probably be going into – next week with either two or three losses. Right. And I think it was a really good game overall. Um, shout out to uh, to Samuel. He had 17 carries for 119 yards. So uh, shout out to you. Um, I thought it was really good as far as the offense-wise. Um, I will say that the defense looked a lot better than they had over the last few weeks. Um, still some things that we can, you know, work on here and there but overall, we had three penalties for 15 yards when was the last time that happened uh let's see when did jsu become a uh 
be, become a college? Wow. Wow. Y'all hear that, Gamecock fans? He took a blow at us. I'm hey, listen, it uh who is it? Uh Kevin, uh Kevin Jeter uh says it all the Jeter. time. Jeter. I'm so sorry. I get it wrong all the time. And I'm sorry, uh Kevin. I, I love you. I love you. I really do. But it's, it's, His brother was a co-host of us. That I know. It's I get your name wrong all the time. Sometimes too. It, 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 I'm just bad with names, guys. Um, but overall, Kevin says the same thing all the time. That it's just a consistent like we have consistent over the last several seasons is the fact that we constantly have penalties. Uh, it's something that needs to get fixed, which hopefully will be in the near future. But anyways. But I, I think overall the game was really good. We won 40 to 25. We did give up a couple more points than I thought we should have. Um, but that's just me perf- uh, personally. Uh, I wasn't there at Southerners reunion, um, but I heard it was a fantastic show. Um, several people in my former section got engaged. So shout out to you guys. Um, and so it was, it was, it was a good day. Um, now, of course, uh, we did hold on, hold on real quick. Oh, I gotta, I gotta on. say this for all the Southerners. They will feel me on this after not playing your horn for almost two years. Your face will hurt at your first Southerners reunion. I could not feel my face. <laughs> mm. Mm. I do not miss that feeling. <laughs> right. Well, it, it was, it was a good time. Now let's get into one of the news that, uh, that came out. Literally, as soon as the game was over, um, if you have not already heard, which I'm assuming you probably have, uh, Coach John Gross of JSU Football has decided to part ways with our uh, program. And, you know, based on all the information that's come out, uh, it was a mutual agreement. I uh, I do know that there's a couple things that hasn't necessarily come out about it um, that just hasn't been spoken about. But overall... Uh, it seems to be something that was, uh, uh, you know, not necessarily a negative thing. Like, you know, it's not like, oh, he left on bad terms. He left on good terms, which I think at the end of the day, you know, and we've talked about it several episodes uh, this season about Gross uh, getting fired and is it time? Um, we just want to reiterate that at the end of the day, did we have our issues with Gross? Yes, but that's any program with any coach. Uh, but we also want to reiterate that, Gross, if you're listening to this, thank you for the seasons that you've given us. Uh, the fact that you went uh, 70, isn't it 76 to 72 to 26 uh, record? Um, the fact that you had a really good record with us, uh, that you took us to a national championship, uh, that you took us to the playoffs several times. Uh, some really big wins during our seasons. Uh, so again, thank you. Thank you for everything that you did because you did help grow this program uh, to where we are now. And, you know, we thank you for, you know, what the future may hold for us and hope that you still, you know, participate and join in, you know, because you are an alumni and we hope to see you still there and we wish you the best of luck. At least that's on my end. Brandon, do you have anything to add on that? Yeah. Yeah. Again, I just want to reiterate everything Cody said. Thank you, John Gross. You definitely had a very successful time at JSU. We hate to see you go. Mm-hmm. But I will also say 
kind of bringing it away from everything and being a bit realistic here. Mm-hmm. I do not think he was FBS material. And that's arguably one of those things that I, I can agree with you on. I think most people agreed with is the fact that if we were going to be making a jump like we did, which by the way, it has been confirmed that JSU is moving to conference USA. We talked about it last episode that it was a potential. Now it is confirmed. It literally happened the day after we sent out the recording. Uh, so that's great for us. And we'll get more into that later. Um, but in reality, just like Brandon said, Gross is a great coach, but he's not a FBS coach. And so it's one of those things that I'm excited to see where we're going as far as the new, uh, as far as the new head coach goes. Uh, I've heard some rumors that it could be possibly somebody within the, uh, the coaching staff already. Um, but I've also heard some rumors about some potential individuals outside of the program that we're looking at. So I, what, Brandon, what do we need to look at as far as a new coach? What, what do we need to be seeking uh, in your opinion? Well, number one, and first and foremost, we need to be looking for somebody who has experience at the highest level, whether that be NFL or FBS. Now, personally, as far as like a type of coach, um, some people say that we need a young coach. Some people are saying we don't need um, somebody like too young. They need to be like right in the middle. Um, I, I agree with that statement. We need somebody who is in the middle between what people would consider young and older. But also, I have nothing against offensive uh, types of coaches, but I think at this point where JSU is going through so much change right now with Mm -hmm. its football program, I don't think we have ever had a defensive coach since being division one. I honestly don't think so. Somebody correct me if I'm wrong. If that's the case, we need to switch it up and get a defensive type of head coach. Somebody who can run the defense and kind of like what I was telling Kyler, like I told him that I, I would prefer a defensive coach. And I can't remember what big sky school he um um used as an example. I want to say it was Sac State, UC Davis, something like that. I can't remember. One of the California schools. Mm-hmm. But anyways the head coach was a defensive coach Mm -hmm. and as far he knew defense, but as far as like offense goes, he let his offensive coordinator do all of that. Like he did not that it was almost like there were two head coaches on the field, one for offense, one for defense. Um, And I know that's what your offensive coordinators and defensive coordinators are kind of like, but from the way he was explaining it to me, it almost sounded like there were two types of head coaches. So maybe kind of approaching from that angle, but if we do get an offensive guy, I'm not going to complain because most likely he's going to have the experience, the pedigree in order to help us compete at the highest level of collegiate football. True. And, and I, and I think, you're kind of correct on that statement as well, but I would argue uh, to add on to what you're saying about a defensive coach, 
um, as a as a defensive coordinator, as a head coach. I think that's beneficial as well because let's look at it in this perspective where uh, where football has become something such a offensive game. If you get a defensive coordinator as a head coach that really knows the game you can shut down any mm-hmm. offensive plays that get thrown your way and so if you I have mean, somebody that has that experience then you know how to approach it and then you play somebody just like you said uh, almost like a two coach system where you play somebody that has real good offensive coordinator uh experience to run that offensive side that way you you're facing it head on with no problems, no issues, and it's just going to do nothing but make the program better. Well, I'm also a firm believer in the phrase defense wins championships. Look at North Dakota state, look at their head coach mm-hmm. before he was head coach. What was he? He was the defensive coordinator. If I'm exactly. wrong, then he was definitely a defensive coach, mm-hmm. but I think he was the defensive coordinator before he was head coach. Possibly. But so, uh, I mean, I mean, look at the success North Dakota State has has had mm-hmm. like maybe that's the route that we need to go. Yeah. Just, just my two cents. And and I agree with you, especially because of the fact that we are moving into a, you know, a, a bigger conference, but not just a bigger conference, but we're facing bigger people. You know, we're going to be facing people like Liberty, Sam Houston, um, New Mexico State, which. You know, even if New Mexico State is an FCS program, let's face it. Yes, but regardless, we're facing them on a higher scale and on a higher level. And if we want to show out and prove that we deserve to be in there, which I'll keep my two cents in that because I still kind of personally feel like we're not ready for the FBS, but I'm, I'm ready to be proved wrong at any point. But if we want to show that, we have to be ready. We have to be prepared. And that has to be reflected in a new head coach that's ready to play the game and run it like it's his own. And whether that means the new head coach comes in and immediately after um, a new coaching staff comes in behind him or if he flips uh, flips the house and turns everybody into what he needs it to be. So I'm excited. Uh, hopefully – we should get some input on that soon. I do know that with Gross stepping down uh, with two games left in the season, uh, they put an interim coach in. Uh, so we probably won't hear anything at least right now, probably not until the end of the, the end season. of the season. And so once we do, um, we can kind of go with a little, but uh, well, I have I have one more thing to add, and yeah. it's just a word of caution for you Gamecock fans that listen to this. Mm-hmm. We have to go through a two-year period, a two-year transitional period. If we do not perform like we used to at the FCS level against FBS competition with a new head coach, if we're not performing well right off the bat, it is okay. That's why that transition period is in there. Mm-hmm. We got two years to be able to compete at the FBS level. Let's look at this two-year transition and take it with a grain of salt and be patient. Yeah. And let's focus on on the now, not the future per se, um, which speaking of, if we're focusing on the now, that means our next game, which is 
this Saturday uh, against Lamar. Uh, it's going to be on ESPN Plus for any of you that want to watch it. It's going to be played at Lamar, not uh, not at home. Uh, so I think, in my personal opinion, if we're looking at this game, the biggest things that we need to do is, A, we need to solidify that defense, uh, shut down their offense, and I think that the offense needs to continue stepping up the, the, the way that they did against ACU. That's me personally. Um, Brandon, which, what, what do you think? Lamar's bad. We're going to win this game. <laughs> <sighs> it doesn't matter how hard we try to lose this game. We're going to win this game. Well, with that being said, go Gamecocks. Um, now, the uh, that's pretty much it for football, I think, right? Mm-hmm. So with that being said... This isn't just a football podcast. If you know, you know. Uh, Yesterday started our basketball season, and we played our first game against Wichita State. And let me tell you, I was really impressed. Like, no joke, I was really impressed with how we played. We were only – we only lost by three. Um, I think that – I think it just shows that we're going to do really well this season. That's just me personally. Um, I, I'm pulling up the stats as we talk just to make sure that I'm, I'm not going to put anything that, you know, I'm wrong about. But uh, Brandon, what, oh, there you go. <laughs> um, but uh, Brandon, what, what did you think about our performance? I didn't get to catch the first half, but once I saw that the score was 27, 23, something like that at half, something like I that. was like, there's no way JSU is performing this well mm-hmm. against a major conference. There's no way. Absolutely no way. Sure enough, I turned it over because I was waiting to watch the college football playoff rankings. Right. Uh, try, trying to prepare myself to be FBS <laughs> and be disappointed every week. <laughs> but anyways, I was I pull, I decided to pull it up while uh, the Kansas and Michigan State game was taking forever, which was delaying the college football playoff rankings. Right. And from what I saw in the second half, I was very, very surprised. I mean – if Wichita State got ahead, JSU would tie it up not long after that and vice versa. And as you can see, there were six six lead changes for JSU and then four for Wichita. So it stayed, it stayed uh, tied most of the game. Mm-hmm. And um, some of my friends here right now, they, they watched the game and they said, our defense looked amazing. And I mean, Wichita State is a powerhouse in college uh, basketball. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, the fact that we were able to hold them to only 60 points is phenomenal, especially with how poorly we were doing on free throws, um, field goal percentage, uh, three-point percentage. Like, all of that was – I mean, you look at that, you it's bad. I know. It's very bad. So the fact that we were playing that well of defense against a powerhouse in college basketball, that's amazing. 
And I'm, right. I'm super excited moving forward for the rest of the season. Yeah. And a couple shout outs that I want to give. Um, Henry looked really good. Got My 15 man points. came yeah. Henry. Yeah, he got 15 points last night while Adams got 14. He was playing just as well. So Darian I, Adams was on fire last night. I know. It, it, and because. I think, arguably speaking, and, and Brandon and I used to uh, go to all the home games like on a regular basis. Um, now it'll just be me. I know. I'm sorry. Um, unfortunately, you know, life happens. But um, when we were there, let's, I mean, agree or disagree, Brandon. Um, over the last, let's say, three years, um, our, our program's gotten significantly better. And yeah keep going sorry and, and and i think that this just uh this game here where we were only three points from you know possibly going into overtime or even the possibility of winning against a powerhouse like wichita state speaks volumes for us the fact that we can hold up that if we're talking basketball wise yeah we can hold up against the fbs um and i think this is just going to be nothing but a Look up for us. Now, I, I get it. It's still very early, and anything can happen at the, in the mid of the season. However, I think based on what we're looking at right now and those stats right there, I think that we're going to do really well this season. Yeah, and something that I didn't know that the commentators, uh, which, by the way, those commentators were very biased. I do not like Wichita State commentators. Please, <laughs> never again. That Please. that. Please and thank you. Uh, but anyways, one thing they said was a majority of our team was uh, fifth and sixth year seniors. And usually you don't hear the term sixth year senior a whole lot. Mm-hmm. And so I can only assume that's because certain players came back and took advantage of their COVID year. Mm-hmm. Um, so we have a very experienced basketball team mm-hmm. if i'm not mistaken we maybe lost one or two seniors it, it, correct me if i'm wrong gamecock fans but we return a majority of our team from last year and the only reason why we didn't do that well in the spring was let's face it the refs in the ovc because they suck um but we're no longer there I, praise god um <laughs> But, I mean, honestly, we're returning a majority of that team. Mm-hmm. So I am very excited moving forward in our out-of-conference schedule and into a sun schedule. And I agree with you on that. I think the fact that people like Kane Henry uh, came back uh, helps us and, and continues to bring us forward, especially the fact that uh, one really good example, it's not basketball, it's football, but one of the Biggest arguments about the reason why the Alabama Crimson, uh, Crimson Tide, meaning Roll Tide, um, the, the reason why they were so good last year is because so many of those powerhouse players like Devontae uh, Smith, uh, Najee Harris, the reason why they were so good is because those players decided to stay for their final year rather than going to the draft. And because of that, they were experienced. They knew each other super well. They knew how to play the game and they knew how to work to the ultimate goal, which was a national championship. And I think that's going to, 
be the best analogy that we can look at when we're looking at this team for JSU where we have fifth and sixth year seniors that know the game, they know each other, they know how to play with each other, and they know how to be successful. Yes, we are moving into a, a new conference and an ASUN conference, and so we aren't necessarily playing teams that we know you know, right off the bat. However, that's basketball in general. Basketball can be any type of schedule at any time. Same thing with baseball. And so I think at the end of the day, I'm excited. I think it's a real good time. And, and I'm excited to see what we're doing uh, for this season, especially uh, these next couple games. Uh, speaking of which, as far as our next couple games go, uh, be on the tune for Saturday when we play Alabama AMU at 4 p.m. Again, it's going to be on ESPN+. Plus. Uh, and then on November 16th, we play our arch rivals, uh, Troy, whoop Troy. I'm just going to go ahead and say it. At I 6 hate PM. you. What? You took it from me. You took it from me. Go ahead and say it. Whoop Troy. Troy there sucks. You go. Whoop Troy. I mean, you can say it at any time. You can say it when you wake up. Whoop, hey, Troy. we can say it a lot more now. True. True. Can, can we throw Troy? Where, Troy plays for the Sun Belt Conference, don't they? You mean the Fun Belt? Fun Belt. <laughs> um, uh, any Troy fans that are listening to this, if you want to convince Troy University to swap over more than happy to play you on a regular basis. I don't think they want to do that. <laughs> um, yeah, probably not. So who knows? Um, but I think my predictions for the, uh, at least for Saturday's game against Alabama and AM, uh, I see JSU pulling out by, uh, I'd say by 10. Um, I'm going to keep it a little bit close just in case, but I think we're going to win this one. Um, usually. I would easily say JSU, but we played them last year, or was it the year before? And we easily thought that we were going to beat AM, and AM ended up beating us. Now, granted, it was in Huntsville. Wish I could have gone to the game, but they beat us, which was a shock to many. And so I think the fact that it's here. AM is not a bad basketball program. They're it, to me, they are one of the better programs in the SWAC. Yeah. So they, you, you don't need to take them lightly. Mm-hmm. I personally think this game is going to be um a JSU win, but it's gonna be uh, I'm gonna say a six point win. Okay. Well, uh Brandon, you got anything else? Uh you wanna go ahead and pick the Troy one, but I think we already know who we're picking. Whoop Troy. Whoop Troy. Cocked by 90. <laughs> Cocked by like 500. That's just me personally. Um, well, guys, it's been a pleasure as always. Thank you for listening. And of course, if you haven't followed us on any of our other social media platforms, uh, what are you doing with your life? Um, it's like, that's just ridiculous. Um, go follow us on Facebook, uh, Cocky Nation, a uh JSU podcast. You can follow us on Instagram, Twitter. Uh, it's cocky underscore nation. Please uh, listen to us. Listen to us rant. Listen to us cry. Uh, listen to us argue with each other because, I mean, what else are you doing with your life? Exactly. But um, unless you want, like, everybody needs some drama in their life. True. And of course, uh, we want to let you know that uh, we're not the only FCS Nations uh, podcast on there, which 
arguably speaking, this in two years, we're no longer going to be a FCS podcast. We'll be a... Uh, don't uh, remind uh, me. Uh, we'll be an FPS podcast. Now, I will tell you. Uh, might have continue, to. Con- might have to convince Kyler since I am now an Eastern Washington fan for FCS. Might have to convince him if I can jump on Eagle Power Hour. Speaking of which, um, I'm going to post on the FCS Fan Nation uh, Facebook page a poll. Um, I need you guys to let me know who I need to root for because of the fact that JSU is moving from the FCS and I love the FCS because they're my family. Uh, I need a new team to root for. So Brandon's uh, Brandon did his poll and uh, did uh, got Eastern Washington. So who knows? I might end up in the same boat, um, but we, we, we want to keep that connection with you guys. Um, but regardless, uh, listen to the other podcasts, listen to the ASUN podcast, listen to Kennesaw State, uh, listen to Eagle Power, you know, listen to all the FCS Fan Nation podcasts that you can because it does nothing but help us grow and help us become a bigger community with each other, which speaking of which, hopefully I'm going to be, be able to make the national championship game this year uh, with Brandon. Um I didn't tell him yet, but um, that's my goal. We're gonna see. Um, we're gonna when see. Are you going to tell me? We, we're gonna see. I gotta see when that when that weekend lands. Um, but that's my goal this year is to be able to make it because I want to see tons of you guys. Um, but again, we love you, uh, and of course, go Gamecocks! And uh, fear the beat, y'all.